0: You are now listening to The Big Two Podcast. Play that beautiful intro music. Can't understand why people
1: demand I gotta pick just one Word in the shop I've got two Dobbs, mighty clan, of super sons One pod has the gall to just want it all And okay not what the people do and and these symbols written for me Listen to The Big Two Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez here at the Big Two Podcast. This week, I've got some really fun books for you guys to talk about. We're going to be talking about Lois Lane, number one, and fantastic four number one prodigal Sun and that one is actually kind of fun because that one's gonna be going across uh, I think it's three different books I think it's silver surfer uh, fantastic four and I forget the other one uh, that's my bad <laughs> I was just looking at it today and uh, but anyway this is gonna be a really fun episode because I've got a really great guest on I've got I met her through the auctions for monster comics and we got to talking a little bit about books and she was one of the other ones I was always is bidding on stuff. She probably bid on a couple of different books that, <laughs> night and won won some of the books that I wanted. But we got Chanel Ward on tonight. How's it going?
2: Hey, hey, Joey. Thank you for having me on. You're I'm excited, welcome.
1: man. Yeah, this is fun. I, I'm excited to have you on. So, uh, since I got you on, and this is the first time that we're talking, I wanted a little know a little bit about yourself. How did you first get into comic books?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I'm a newbie, so okay. you know. Uh, I had to really get on my game to really want to start rocking the gear and really, um, <laughs> not to not be a poser, basically. So, um, you know, I live near Mile High Comics, uh, oh, awesome. my local comic book store. Yeah, it's a huge yeah. warehouse and, uh, I literally live just minutes away. So I had to go check it out. And um, after that, I was hooked. The first book I got was a trade paperback. It was Mm -hmm. old man Logan and that started everything. So now I have like, um, three long boxes full of comics and just tons of crap.
1: That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool, man. I'm glad that it was like X Men. You know, I, I always talk about this everywhere I go. X Men got me into comic books too. I mean, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm in that that age range where when uh, you had Batman the Animated Series on TV, yeah. and X Men, and I think even Spider Man was out. But I I, I watched Batman and X Men all the time, and oh I man,
2: to, and there's they're so good i mean i've barely been watching them now and as a 30 year old adult uh-huh. i think that they're just awesome they don't make anything like that anymore so i really wish yeah. i was in the comics into the whole scene when i was younger because i know it would have been life-changing for me because it has been as an adult
1: yeah it's so fun and exciting it's there's nothing like comic books man
2: no there isn't you could just get lost it's better <laughs> than these it's awesome
1: yeah it's so incredible. who's your favorite character
2: Wolverine, hands oh, down. And sweet. I know he's everyone's favorite, but I just, I love, I loved everything. I have origins, yeah. old man Logan, just everything in between. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Punisher, Ghost Rider, you know, uh, of course, Superman and Batman, but yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely Wolverine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, X Men's one of my favorites, too. I I can't, it's X Men and Batman. I'm a huge Batman guy, Uh, but X Men got me into comic books. That's, it's, it's really fun and exciting. So that's pretty cool. You've
2: been enjoying the DC Black Label stuff a lot, I'm sure, huh? Um, That's not, not not too much. I really, (laughs) I mean, it's good. I I really enjoyed it.
1: It's good. I mean, for what it is, it's it's good. I'm not ever going to say anything's bad. Some of yeah. it's not. I mean, some of it's for you. Some of it's not. I uh, yeah. I recently picked up the Superman, uh, and, and it was it was pretty good. And you yeah. got you really got to get used to to uh, to his artwork, uh, Jr.'s artwork. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> and and Frank Miller. I mean, those those two guys are really you really got to be into them to get into their artwork. But I mean, it was a great book. Uh, artwork's yeah. always great and amazing, but some people it's it's just not for them, you know. So uh, yeah. I
2: don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, let's jump right into our first book. We're gonna be talking about Prodigal Sun, the Fantastic Yay. Four, number one, and we'll jump right awesome. into that one. We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Big Two is a spoiler podcast. You've been warned.
2: Well I have to thank you let me first of all thank okay. you uh for having me on the show and even inviting me to come on you know I'm I'm so happy to do this I'm a journalist actually so Oh sweet uh, To be on the other end of this is it's it's exciting and it's different for me. I'm usually the one doing the interviews, So this is really cool. (laughs) That's
1: cool. We should have had we should have talked about Lois Lane then.
2: (laughs) I know. it. I looked for it and they didn't have it. So I was wondering, was it a popular book? Is that is it that behind you right there? Yes. Yes.
1: This is the one. This is a variant cover that I picked up for myself. It's oh, uh yeah, exactly. it was so good. I liked it a whole lot. I was almost uh, hoping that you uh that you uh, picked that one up and read that one because I really wanted to get your perspective on that because I saw that you were you were uh uh the, a major. I saw I was looking. I I did my research on you. <laughs> well,
2: that's good. I wish I would have done more, and that's my bad But Well, yeah. uh, if you if you want, I can. We can pick this up tomorrow and I could probably have the Lowest Lane red because I would love okay.
1: to that'd be awesome. and inter-
2: to review that one. Yeah. That was, but let me we also thank you for even telling me about the prodigal son because I don't think I would have picked this up if it wasn't for this podcast. And I would have kicked myself in the butt for not doing so because it is yeah. fantastic.
1: Yeah. Same here. I was actually I was really reluctant on picking this book up too myself when I, when I saw it on the rack, I was like, mm, should I, <laughs> I've never really been to, I, I, I honestly, I think this actually might be one of the first fantastic four books that I've ever read.
2: I I, I think it is for me too. So I hope if they're all this good, I'm going to go get some trade paperbacks.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, when I read this book, I was, I'm, I'm on, I'm going to, I think I'm going to pick the other two up because it's, I think it's one of three and it's going yeah. across three different uh books though. It's pretty cool. So let's let's jump right into the book.
2: Okay, awesome. So um, I think first of all, the our first off, I keep saying first of off, first of all, first off. So I think that the writing is fantastic. I like how it's a little humorous throughout the whole book, Mm -hmm. and the art kind of pairs with that as well. So I found myself kind of uh, chuckling as I read it.
1: Yeah, this was a great book. Let me go ahead and read off the uh, creative team here. We got writer Peter David, artist. Francesco Mana, Espen, uh, I don't want to mess up this guy's name. I'm sorry. Right. Gunder Jern. Gunderd- That's
2: <laughs> the best I would do.
1: VCs, Corey Pettit. And then we've got cover artists, uh, Miko Suyan and Rain Bredo, uh, variant covers. we got Greg Land and Frank Diarmata. And then we've got tons and tons of editors and art designs. And they even list off the... Editor-in-Chiefs and the CCOs and all that stuff. I'm not going to get into yeah. that stuff, but they have a big roster of people on this book. And yeah, uh, and, and of course, Fantastic Four was created by Stan Lee with Jack Kirby. Yes. So I, I'm going to read a really quick synopsis of this book a little bit, really quick. Um, so in this issue, we open the book with someone, someone new. The prodigal, his name is, and he crash lands in the Savage Land where a clan of Swamp men see him as a god after he showcased his powers. Kazar and Shauna call in the Fantastic Four as backup. But when they arrive, there's a battle underway. So what did yeah. you think about this one?
2: So, um, I think it's excellent. I think the writing is great. It's funny, which I really like. But the thing about it is, uh, I like, I like prod ghoul, prod ghoul. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. the thing kind of gives the whole series its name, you know, by uh-huh. thinking that, and we actually don't even hear his name, uh, you know, for a, fe- for a while until he actually right. ends up with the Fantastic Four, which I think is hilarious because the whole time I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah. And right when we're going to hear his name, he gets, T Rex. I don't know if we're <laughs> supposed to be giving spoilers away or not, but yeah, major spoiler. Right. Yeah, listeners.
1: this is definitely a spoiler podcast. So Okay. <laughs> you're fun. <fine.
2: laughs> yeah, so and then I think it's hilarious that the thing kind of is like prodigal, you know, that's and then he gets his whole name from that. So mm-hmm. um yeah, awesome. Really yeah. good.
1: Yeah, I love I love, uh, you know, how we, he comes in and he he's a very arrogant guy, very, very <laughs> arrogant. You, he he comes right into the book. And first off, you 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 hate him right off the yeah. bat. And I thought that was really interesting because yeah. there's already uh, uh, that dynamic there. And then you see the Swamp Man and then they, they see him showcasing his powers and and they see him as a God, they, they bow to him and he's like, Oh, this is perfect. Awesome. I'm right. That's
2: the, that's (laughs) the uh, entrance I was looking for. And then he has so many hilarious one-liners, you know, and then he tells, (laughs) uh, he says, all of you humans look alike to me. I thought that was just hilarious. He has so much good stuff. He's, I mean, he's hated, but I love to hate him. You know, is he, And I know I'm jumping all the way to the end here, but he's supposed to be going up against the Silver Surfer next. And does he have a chance? Yeah,
1: that's that's definitely interesting here. So we see him, obviously, the Fantastic Four comes in, they get called in. You know, uh, Kazar here, or Kazar, however you want to pronounce it. Um, he comes, he calls them in because the high evolutionary was some scientist that was tucked away in, in his, in his castle fortress or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And he had all these weapons, but the, but the leader of the swamp man, he, he just wants to get into there so he can grab all these weapons because he knows there's there's weapons in there that can help him kind of tip the scale and tip the balance there so that he can right. uh, you know, uh, win, the, win fair, this war. Have a
2: fair war, right? Yeah, uh,
1: because they have some very crude weapons and, and things like that. Um, so and when
2: he gets to the weapons, he don't even know if it's a weapon for sure, and he ends up disintegrating his own, his own member of his team, so they don't know what these weapons are or what they are, but right. they're going to try
1: yeah, I thought that was really interesting because once he gets his hands on one of the weapons there he kind of accidentally <laughs> shoots his own men and, and, and
2: without any remorse
1: right and bef- <laughs> and just just before that, you know his men kind of get upset with him because he uh, you know he, all he wants is to get into this castle to get the weapons and, yeah. and even prodigal even says something about how hey, you you're the leader of your clan. you need to yeah, go and be fighting You with need them. to be out there in front lines with them fighting.
2: Yeah, he doesn't even care. He doesn't even hit, wipes right off his shoulders and he goes for the guns anyways. well. Prodigal, mm-hmm. prodigal fights for him, you
1: know? Right. He tells him this is, this is the way a real leader, uh, yeah. fights for, fights alongside his men. And man, the, the powers that this guy has, like, he's like, right. every time that he showcased a new power, it's like, it's like, what is he, what else has he got going on here? I don't know if this right. was one of those things, like, that kind of killed it for me. His, his character, um, Because anytime you turn around, he had a new power that can uh, withstand whatever was coming at him. Um, Well, he's
2: going to really have to use what he has for the next fight, because I'm right. telling you, Silver Surfer is not going to let him go easy.
1: Right. <laughs> that one's, that uh, one's going to be fun. Fun. Another character
2: see. who I really like is uh, Matt Plunder, the, <laughs> the kid. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's the last we're going to hear of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and then I need to, I would really love to hear his origin because when he's telling the kid of, um, yeah, that yeah, the, he says that he, this major glow up he has, you know, from some type of fall in a,
1: yeah, how he <laughs> machine
2: or time warp or something. So I'm really hoping that they indulge what that was because I really want to know.
1: Yeah, he said he fell into a time portal in Lamoria and he's like i'll tell you that later but that's right. i mean i don't know if anybody out there knows that if they're they've they've uh if that was in a book before because i didn't really f- follow fantastic four until i picked this book up so i'm not really sure if that was told in another story could well, well could have been um and we, we just don't know about that but that's really interesting uh this yeah. almost made me feel like like are they gonna try to give him his own title here pretty soon I was wondering because Valeria
2: too. gives him his name, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So
2: the mashup of his father and his mom's name, uh, Shazar is what, yeah, which
1: is kind of with. a really cool name. Really, really bad. <laughs> I like that a lot. Me too. Yeah, and, and I'm very interested in where this book's going. Uh, this, Same this here. one's very well written. Um, you know, I have to say, we, we did talk about, uh, Superman, uh, year one. I read it only halfway through. Okay. Because I read it and I Kid, had a, it's
2: kiddish. Uh,
1: I it, I don't know about that. It just it didn't keep a my interest order. as much. Um, but this book, I have to tell you, I couldn't put this book down.
2: I know it uh, went by too fast for me too. I was like, oh no, it's already over.
1: Right. And, and so many good, so much good stuff in here. The action, the, the, the fantastic four is back. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see, to see what comes from, from these books. And, and I'm excited for the next one. I, I mean, I, I'm a huge Silver Surfer fan myself. And just, oh, the, me too. just this, this, uh, this teaser cover that they have in the back of the book yeah. is so awesome. Awesome. You got, I never, yeah,
3: you've got um,
1: Galactus there and you got Silver Surfer and Prodigal facing off. Pretty cool. Right.
2: And we're left with prodigal floating in a shame bubble in space. So <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if that's how he's gonna come across Silver Surfer, right? Silver right. Surfer gonna see him floating in this bubble, like and yeah. try to help him. And he's such an egotistical dude that he's gonna end up being um unappreciative
1: <laughs> yeah right right yeah I, I, then how how do you how do you feel when they were just like hey you know the fight the fight's over you know you want it. we got a ship you want to just come with us i'm like what the heck that was like that was like really quick and abrupt i was like that was out of nowhere right.
2: so <laughs> and I, was, I i had to reread that actually because i was like i, but I'm, I thought pages were stuck like am i missing something right. so i my last thought was maybe because he ends up stealing the ship anyways they wanted to maybe test him on his morale on what his character was. So maybe they were, okay. saying if he, if he takes this ship, then, you know, whatever, but maybe if he's, uh, if he doesn't, they wanted to for him to stick around so they could kind of like, uh, check him out, you know, see what his powers were. And, you know, so.
1: super interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't think of it in that way. I, I I was sitting here wondering, Oh man, well, I, and I did, I felt the same way you did. I was like, well, did yeah. I just, did I skip over some pages here? I had to go back a couple of different times. Um, yeah. you know, some, some books do that. And, and when they do those books do that, I'm like, I don't know if I like this book, but I kept reading and I was like, Oh, I get it. You guys were duping him too. Cause you put him yeah. in this rocket that had this failsafe to shoot him right. out into space <laughs> into this bubble. I, I see what you were doing now. You were thinking ahead, I, I, but that's Mr. Fantastic, right? He's always right. thinking ahead. So I loved that aspect. It was really fun Me to too. read. I thought, I, I thought it was really cool.
2: I liked how Mr. Fantastic kind of was like, what kind of a scientist would need these type of weapons? And then the thing walks <laughs> in with this huge weapon, like, where do you want me to put this?
1: Right. Oh, he's like, you Oh know? yeah, that, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, I thought, what, what's the before I even read that, I was thinking, I was like, but you make weapons all the time. Like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so and, and then i read on i was like oh dude that that's awesome i just i just thought the same thing <laughs>
2: so you said that there's gonna be it's gonna be a three-parter it's gonna be silver surfer and which who else did you
1: silver say? surfer and i can't i read it and what i've completely forgot i don't know if you can oh, look at it real um, i'm really excited. yeah I, I, so I, it's uh, only
2: gonna be a three thing it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be a part two of fantastic four type thing
1: i don't think so i think it's across uh across three different books and it's um, that's awesome so it's, it's, uh, this one, uh, Silver Surfer and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what it was.
2: Nice. So, oh,
1: cool. So, so Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be, be in, in in this one as well. So that's- I thought it was really cool when I read that. I was like, that's going to be a fun, epic three part kind of uh, yeah. thing to see all these characters kind of come together and, and see where that goes. I was really interested in, in reading that. I, at, after this one, I was like, okay, I'm on board. But when I found out that it was, you know, Silver Surfer and Guardians of the Galaxy... I, sure. I was definitely, definitely on board even even more. I
2: could see how it all ties into. They're all the kind of uh, you know, spacey characters, yeah. you know, so perfect. And they even perfect. say that
1: here in in uh in, the, in yeah, this book. They're like, why Hey, why you are you calling X-Men. us? Why didn't you call the X Men?
2: Yeah. They're yeah. like, Oh,
1: but you guys kind of deal with these kind of space people, <laughs> you know. Right. So, so I thought that was really funny. <laughs>
2: Me too. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, so um we don't usually uh rate books on the show. But I, okay. if, if but if I were to rate this, I would definitely put it up there at, at my very top top rated book right now. Especially uh, the way they kind of left it, and 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 uh, I love uh, the way they ended it. I'm definitely oh, yeah. on board. I'm excited Me- to talk about to to read some more stuff. Really cool. Me
2: too. So did you get the new Silver Surfer today? Part no
4: two?
1: I did not oh, okay. I haven't okay. gone out to I have awesome. not gone out to the shop or anything today I was at home hanging out with the kids we went swimming nice. so I didn't really get out of the house and go and, and and pick up any books but I really hope enjoy it I really hope that the guys at, at monster has 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 it there when I get there so
2: oh yeah that's uh see when I went to my comic store it was really tough because the variant isn't as nice as the regular cover. Oh, really? Ended, there was I don't think so. I, I kind of felt that way about uh, Wolverine exit wounds too. I didn't love okay. the Eastman cover, uh-huh. so I, so I didn't get the variant. But then I kind of regretted it because now I don't have the Eastman cover. So
3: yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. I
2: knew I was going to feel that way if I did that with Silver Surfer. So I ended up getting both this time.
1: Which, That's awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I definitely need to get out there and go pick the second second book up. So
2: yeah, I it's definitely. really good.
1: All right. Awesome. I think uh, I think that was good. I think we can uh, end the conversation there unless you have anything else to talk about.
2: Oh, no. Well, I see that Batman book right there behind your shoulder. And I really enjoyed uh, that. Snyder Capullo, the last night on Earth.
1: Um, Yeah, this one was really good. I liked it a lot, Oh too. man.
2: I cannot wait for the next one. Like, I just cannot wait.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm super excited about that. Um, it was, yeah, I liked it a whole lot. It took me a little while to get back, get to it. Cause I picked this one up and I picked up, uh, uh, the regular cover cause I have the the regular cover and the variant cover. Um, I had to pick them up.
2: Nice. Uh, Um, but,
1: but, uh, and it took me a little while to, to, uh, to get to reading it. I had so yeah. much other stuff going on. We were moving and and unpacking and all that good stuff. So I didn't get to read any of my books. Once I finally did, oh man, that was such a good book.
2: Oh yeah, such I loved it. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. And if you want to review The Lois Lane, I'll, I'll go pick that up tomorrow or just read it digitally. And we can pick up this conversation tomorrow if you want to.
1: Yeah, that one yeah just, definitely just let me know we could do that i think you'll like it, it it's i think this i think lois lane is going to be in your wheelhouse i think it's going to excite you a little bit
2: uh, well then i'm definitely gonna have to get it because you know i'm like i'm blown away by fantastic four so i know with your recommendation lois lane's gonna be awesome
1: yeah I. So, that,
2: thank you so much i
1: think i think if i was gonna if you know prodigal Sun was really good but I think yep. the pick of the week for me would probably definitely be Lois Lane. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was okay. really good. Um, right. I'm excited. There was, there was a really cool character that comes, that comes in that I'm excited to see what happens with that she helps that she calls, she calls in for backup as well. So it's, it's oh, really wow. great. Really. I don't want to give oh, anything wow. away until you read it.
2: Okay. Thank you. Yes, I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna get that. I might even just have to get it digitally tonight after I yeah, hang up. Yeah,
1: it's super good. Yeah, definitely. Let me know if when you read it and uh, yes, and I will. What you think about it?
2: For sure. Thank All right. You, Joe. Yeah. Thank I you. Thank you, man. And I can't wait to hear the podcast.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much. I appreciate you coming on, and we'll yeah, hopefully, anytime. hopefully, we'll have you on for the next book.
2: I would love that. Anytime.
1: All right. Thanks.
2: Okay. Have a good one. Right. Bye. Bye.
5: It's time for the Comic Shop Adventure Segment.
1: Hey, how's it going, guys? In this next segment, I'm going to show you guys a handful of recordings that I did live at Collector's Choice Comics launch party for the Vampirella 50th anniversary. They had an exclusive variant that was done by Monty Michael Moore. It was a really fun time. I sat down to talk with some cosplayers and some artists. It was really fun. They had some really great deals going on over there. Uh, they had some great fun people to hang out and talk with. So sit back, relax, and listen to these really awesome interviews that I did with them. And then afterwards, stick around for Lois Lane number one. And then we'll probably end out the show with my little conversation discussion segment where I sit down with Billy Dayton from Economics and Comics. Head over to his YouTube channel, Economics and Comics, where he talks anything and everything about comic books from keys, auctions, and previews of your new comic book day. So stick around for that really fun stuff Let's head right into the comic shop. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey here. We are coming to you live from Monster Comics for the Collector's Choice Comics Vampirella launch party. And I am sitting down with Krista MacArthur, who is the Vampirella cosplayer. How's it going, Krista?
3: Good. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. Thanks for coming on and sitting down with me and talking with me on the show. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, about first of all, about your background and how you got into the uh, into cosplay.
3: I uh, started cosplaying in 2002. Um, I've always liked costuming and Halloween and stuff like that, but Uh I took it a little further in 2002 when Lord of the Rings came out. um, I did Frodo Baggins, and then I... I Found out about Comic Con and things like that in 2005 at Dragon Con, and I've been doing it ever since. I recently decided to also add in um, becoming an ordained minister and oh, cool. a birthday party entertainer uh, as of December of last year. So uh-huh. That's been interesting.
1: That's pretty awesome. So, um, so you got into it first of all Halloween. A lot of people that's, uh, that's you know love to get into the stuff during that time. You know, you get to cosplay a little bit. You get to wear. Costumes and great stuff. I, I wish I can do stuff like that myself.
3: <laughs> well, anyone can cosplay. That's the great thing about. Yeah, it. Yeah,
1: right. And that's the thing. anybody can cosplay. anybody can just go out and do do put on a costume. Do you specifically just do comic book cosplay?
3: Um, I'm going to be getting into video gaming cosplay okay. um, here soon, hopefully, uh, with Triss from Witcher. Uh, my cool. boyfriend's doing. Uh, Geralt. Um, awesome. So it'll be fun to do a couples cosplay.
1: That's really cool. That's cool. Me, uh, mm-hmm. me, and my wife and kids, we always talk about uh, doing like a family cosplay for like comic cons and stuff like that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so that would be really cool. What are you think we of doing? We 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 always thought about doing like Bob's Burgers because yes. we all love Bob's Burgers. <laughs> be- so we were like, this would be really cool uh, to do. But the only thing is, we got we we've only got one daughter in our family wow. so we might have to yeah. kind of flip it and do like a like a like a gender or and of and course. have one of the boys that. dress up and as as uh one of the female characters on the show but uh which is which is cool people do that as well which yes, is awesome i love the to see very popular the, in, in the cosplay they kind of take the female characters and kind of flip it and do a, a male character and like kind of vice versa <laughs> so that's kind of cool when you're when do you feel like out of place when you're not in cosplay now
3: (laughs) sometimes yes and i randomly say hello to little people their little children and i'm like oh yeah i'm not in costume they probably think i'm really weird
1: (laughs) they're like oh what's that lady talking to me for right yeah that's awesome that's pretty cool so um so i appreciate you coming on i know this is just a little quick when we're going to be doing a whole lot more uh later on we'll probably throw you on our our facebook live later on okay but um where can people find you
3: On Facebook and Instagram under Tiny K Cosplay or my personal regular one under Krista MacArthur.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. If you guys want to check her cosplay out, head over to her Facebook or Instagram. It's Tiny K Cosplay, the letter K, and you guys can check her out there. All right. We appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you a little bit more later probably as well. Right, okay. we'll, we'll see you later. Hey, how's it going everybody? This is Joey, and I am sitting down with the Stuck Duck and he does some really amazing things with duct tape. If you guys want to check him out, you guys can go to Instagram, MRG underscore the Stuck Duck or Facebook The Stuck Duck. And you guys can email him at the Stuck 2708 at gmail How's it going?
5: It's going pretty good. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great, man. It's so awesome. yeah, so we're here at Monster Comics live, and I, I wanted to talk a little bit about your stuff. I saw some of your artwork online, and I thought, I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. He, he does some paint work over some duct tape. <laughs> he, he's... He, he, this is really cool.
5: He just gets some paint markers and all that stuff. But you were telling me, yeah, that's not paint. No, no, that you know, and that is the very first thing that everybody says when they come up is, well, first of all, after I have to catch him and say it's all duct tape, and that gets them to come back because yeah. they usually think all my stuff is like prints of somebody else's uh-huh. work, and they're like, right. oh yeah, that's cool, and they just walk by until I say it's all tape, and then they do a double, no paint, no so markers. Yeah, there is no, there's no paint, there's no markers. It's just colored tape that's been cut and placed in exactly where it's supposed to be in the picture yeah you were doing a uh what was it uh, oh, silver, oh, silver silver Surfer, silver silver Surfer number four. four i did a recreation of that entire that's, cover yeah. and it's all done in duct tape
1: yeah man that's that's it. i was looking at it and There's the detail, the amount of detail yeah that went into that thing is is a, I, I i don't know should i should i use the word beautiful <laughs> <laughs>
5: i do i i use the word beautiful tapes Yeah, man. It's awesome. So how long have you been doing this for? Uh, So I'm going on my fifth year of working with duct tape. That's been, yeah, five years. That's cool. Uh, we're doing tape. So how'd you get into it? You were telling me a little bit about it earlier. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, uh, back before they changed the name of the Phoenix Comic Con uh-huh. to... the how, Which time? The, like
1: first, second, or third time? Well,
5: yeah, it was, <laughs> it was before that. Uh, it was like when it was the Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, and the, I think this was back... Well, it's got to be... It's about five, five and a half years ago. Okay. Uh, I was walking with my kids. We were walking down Artist Alley. Alley. And uh, there was a guy there by the name of Ducky D. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Daryl. He had a beautiful booth set up. And I'm like, this, his artwork was amazing. Spider-Man's my thing. And I saw this beautiful Spider-Man picture that it looked like that was all, it was just beautifully done. And I said, Hey, man, this is the most beautiful drawing of, of Spider-Man I've seen. He goes, Well, it's not wow. a drawing. It's duct tape. Wow. And when I saw that, I was like, You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. And so I, he let me touch it and hold it. And I could feel the texture. I could see it. And I, it blew me away. And I thought, you know, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. So I I literally, I, I went home that weekend and I bought some, went to the dollar store, got some dollar store tape. I got dollar store <laughs> blades. I got my wife's glass cutting board, which was a huge mistake, especially because I'm a rookie and I'm my first out and it, it messed up my wife's... Do- I had to really clean that thing and tell my wife, I, I'll clean the rest of the kitchen for you too. But uh, you, had to, you had to make a pretty long honey, honey-do list. Yeah, a then. honey-do list after that. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I just took... It took me about three days to do my first one and it was a real simple one. Um, and uh, when I... When I saw it after I was done, I'm like, this is, this is what I want to do as a hobby. I want to do. Duct tape recreations. This was so much fun because then I get to put the artwork that I love and the comic books that I grew up yeah. with and stuff. I can recreate something and I can hang it up on my wall, and it's it's something that I right, uh, yeah. you know I'm proud of or that I did. I recreated something and put new colors to it, and uh, just being able to do that. So I did my first one, fell in love with it. I did one for my wife, a Hello Kitty one for my wife. Okay, and and I put that up and I started my Instagram just to show what the new thing I was into. Uh-huh. And that guy Ducky D. Uh, Daryl from the Comic Con, he said he he saw me and I gave you know I said hey I saw this guy did this and I did this and and he 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 said hey man can I critique and I'm like please please let me know how did you do what you do and he shared some some of the stuff that he that he does to make his duct tape like flawless and seamless okay and so and then I started uh, as I started developing I started having some tricks and stuff that I put into it Uh and I shared those with him and we've done a couple shows together where that's awesome. be a couple aisles away from each other yeah. and he does a lot of manga stuff and he'll throw uh, he'll throw uh, all the dc and marvel people my way and i'll throw all the manga people his way that's cool and we just work together and stuff and it's it's just it's really cool the duct tape community and there's a lot of people <laughs> really? out there they're really out there it's just that we don't put ourselves like out there uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah because that's because it's, it's an art there's form, a lot man, of people it. out there that do the same kind of stuff we're just but there's only two in the phoenix area that actually wow. go to comic cons and do it yeah, I was looking
1: at it, man. The amount of detail that goes into these creations, man, it, it, it baffled me because I was there was a page that you, you had Thor's face, and, yeah. I, and I had to look at it real closely. And, and the amount of detail is is just amazing. I can't believe, like, I, I would probably have like carpal tunnel going through doing all this
5: stuff myself, man, dude. So listen, so the first the first con the first con that I ever did was the Amazing Arizona Comic Con back in okay. two thousand. 2015 i believe was the very last con okay it was my very first con that i ever did and i brought my work to it and i had done i had done this a huge iron a jack kirby iron man it's oh, man 15 by 66 long wow. it's three panels made it really nice and big i put it up and i had this one guy who was selling, doing prints and doing his own uh-huh. artwork uh, yeah. uh, across from me and he would walk by and give me the Biggest, dirtiest looks and then go to his thing. And, and I heard the story later. His, his, he, his wife came up to my booth and, and, and checked it out and fell in love with my stuff. And she went back to her husband. He goes, man, look at that guy. He's like got Jack Kirby artwork up in his booth. And he, you know, what I mean, he's just like making his own prints. And, and his, uh-huh. his, his wife goes, honey, you need to go look at his booth. And so when he came over and looked, yeah. he didn't know that it was duct tape oh, because Ram. it looks just <laughs> like Jack Kirby's yeah. Iron Man and that's, so, crazy. And that's what I'm, I'm looking yeah. for I'm looking for I want us to get the double take right. I want people yeah. to not realize that it's duct tape uh-huh. until they walk by and I have to say it's duct tape because it catches, yeah. catches people so yeah. off it d- guard uh-huh. because it's like it just looks like a regular print it does then, so you get really close and then you can see all the texture in it and, and the lines yeah. and where I've cut and stuff.
1: yeah I had that same kind of thought I, w- I, w- I was in here for free comic book and I think you were here as yeah. well and I kind of passed it up a little bit, and then as I was leaving, I saw you. You had a roll of tape, and you were doing something. I was like, "What's this guy doing over here?" And uh, I was like, "Whoa!" And and then I saw your 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 page, your Facebook page, and and uh, the um, the promotions that that Kevin was doing to, yeah. to show you all. Yeah. And I was looking yeah. at the, I think it was the your Deadpool one that you got over the Secret Wars. I think it is. Yeah. And I was looking at that, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is clean. This looks <laughs> like." like it's like it's like it's a print yeah and it was just
5: i i was i was pretty amazed when i saw that yeah it just it just and it's it's cool i use it as an opportunity to talk to uh young artists Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, get them to, to get comfortable with themselves. I mean, yeah. And, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's awesome to be able to say, Hey, listen, I, anybody could do what I'm doing. It just takes, uh, just a discipline and a really sharp blade. And you got to be really patient mm-hmm. with your work. You can't rush anything. Um, but yeah. just to be able to talk to them about their artwork, to have a, an opportunity to speak into a younger generation to say, Hey, listen, you want to, you, you have work, You have a, a passion for what you're doing. You need to put yourself out there. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm 43 three and, and so it's taken I wasn't doing it when I was a little kid I started yeah. doing it when I was an older man and uh, but I, I love it I, I, I love awesome. being able to to do it myself and then to be able to talk to other people about it that's pretty cool you, at any age you can get started doing something yeah. and uh, find a hobby that you're in, something you're good at
1: and do it that's cool so what's the your most favorite piece of work that you've done
5: Oh, that's, it, it's hard to do because the way, when I was starting this, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to like, to sell anything. I wasn't trying to do it. I was just doing it for myself. Uh uh-huh. So it's like every piece I was doing was like for my, for, for me. Yeah. And most of the stuff I cut, unless I mean, get someone to do a commission or something like that, but everything I do is like, this is something that I wanted to cut out because I want to mm-hmm. hang this up on my wall. And so, but I think, um, if I had to like, if, it would be hard to pare down. It, mm-hmm. I, when able to get my, uh, the very first time I ever did like a uh, a cover, a sketch cover in duct tape, the very first mm-hmm. one I ever did uh was of uh, a Scotty Young Spider-Man and to get him to actually see it and sign it. Wow. Uh, and you cool. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you take pictures with it. So uh, those are the – when I get to be able to put my art into the original artist's hand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cause yeah. Just because – they're the ones that inspire mm-hmm. us when we're reading our comic books and we're looking at the artwork in them. Those guys are who inspire us. And so I, I just enjoyed that to be able to see his face and his expression.
1: And so what was his reaction?
5: He he loved it. He yeah. thought he thought it was it was sick. That's you know cool. what I mean And so I thought I'm like, Oh, that's that's so that's I gonna I be, want I want that kind of that's reaction gonna be rewarding. from the original artist. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. I had Todd McFarlane did the same thing. That's I cool. Did, I did a couple I did a Batman of his, uh-huh. and I did a Venom of his, and I didn't get to wait in line with him, but my friend did and, and yeah. watched through a line mm-hmm. six hours of waiting wow. to get one of my duct tapes in front of him and I'm waiting from the outside with my camera <laughs> you know like 50 feet away gonna take a picture yeah. of him looking at it and uh, his actually his handler walked up to me and said uh, I said I just can you get the guy to move over so I can take a picture he's about to hand him one of my duct tapes she like oh you want you want me to take the picture I'm like would you so I gave her my camera uh-huh. She cut in line of all these people The handler yeah. just took yeah. a picture up close of watching Todd McFarlane
1: that's pretty cool
5: give a thumbs up and say, this is sick. You know yeah. what I mean? And we had this five yeah. minute conversation and I'm not even standing in the line <laughs> telling him how awesome he is and thanking him. And he's like, no, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about my duct tape. You know what that's I mean? That's pretty so cool. That, that, that's a pretty dope experience too. That's,
1: that's pretty awesome, man. That's gotta be super, super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. I appreciate you sitting down and hanging out with Absolutely. me. Talk to me about Absolutely. this. It's Talk about fun. your
5: artwork. Yeah. This was really cool. Um, again, would you like to remind everybody where they can find you? Yeah. So again, my name is Micah Garcia. Uh, where I hang out most is on Instagram. I'm on Facebook okay. underneath the stuck duck. Uh, on Instagram, it's Mr. G underscore the stuck duck. I got all my process pics in there. If you want something done in duct tape, uh, you can just DM me there. Throw me a picture. And listen, even if you don't want anything done in tape, you would just like to see some something done in tape, uh-huh. uh, and you got this really cool picture. Just flip me pictures, because I'm always looking to put pictures in my portfolio okay. to see what other people would like to see happen in duct tape. Super. So cool. that would be cool, too.
1: Super cool. Alright, man. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you a little bit more. Hopefully we can get you... To come on a little bit more and talk about more some more stuff. That'd
5: be awesome. All right. That'd be awesome. Appreciate it, man. Alright, thanks all right. a lot,
3: man.
1: Guys, I am sitting down here with Chin Potter. He is another artist that we had here at Monster Comics for the Co- Collector's Choice Comics Vampirella Exclusive Variant Launch Party. And you guys can check him out at ChinPotter.com. That's S-I-N-P-O-T-T-E-R, correct? Correct. Alright, and, uh,
4: and here he goes. How's it going, Chin? Uh, it's going alright. Just uh, spending my Saturday here with other people and comic books which is always a good weekend <laughs> right, right yeah i was looking at some of
1: your artwork man and uh i, I think there was like a carnage one that i was looking yeah at. that thing was that thing was pretty sick looking thank you so um so what do you I, I know you can't talk about what you're working on right now you you said that you got some stuff that's a little hush hush yeah a lot on. of my
4: stuff's hush hush because a lot of the people that create it it's like want to keep it on a down low uh-huh. you know that's normal.
1: That's yeah, right. So, so what kind of artwork have you done in the past?
4: Uh, a lot of my stuff is horror based and uh, it's, it's traditional comic uh, style art. Uh, so, currently, what I'm working on, I can just do a base. Uh, whatever I work on, is uh, uh, RPG tabletop books uh, okay. for gaming-related uh, uh, cool. stuff. Cause that's really big right now, like mm-hmm. Dungeons Dragons-related information. Yeah. And uh, also there's a comic book coming out. We're hoping, we're hoping uh, by the end of this year uh-huh. and uh, or beginning of next year, but that's supposed to come out yeah, uh, at the end of this year, hopefully. Pretty cool, pretty cool. So where can they find that out? They can go to your website to find all that stuff out yeah. when it comes out? Yeah, they can hang out uh, uh, at okay. sinpotter.com or my Instagram, which is also okay. sinpotter, or also my YouTube, which is sinpotter. <laughs> okay. It's, it's all about tell, branding.
1: Tell me a little bit about your YouTube channel.
4: My YouTube channel, uh, mostly, uh, branched off from my friend, uh, Billy over at Economics and Comics. Yes. And, uh, he helped me set that up. And what we do over uh, my uh, channel, is uh, we have auctions for comic books because I'm a big nerd that way. And also, (laughs) uh, I just sit down and draw, and I tell people, like, what do you want me to draw sometimes? Mm -hmm. And I just draw it on, like, covers or character designs, things like that. Cool. That's awesome, man. So how long have you been doing this for? Uh, drawing, I can start from the beginning. I've been drawing since I was two. Uh, professionally wise, though, I've been drawing for about four years or now. Okay, but full time, I've been drawing for the last year. So this cool. is my full time job. Is just a full time artist.
1: That's awesome. So how? Uh, so what was the first thing that you that you ever did? Uh, uh professionally.
4: Professionally, um, I think it was. I can't. Re- I work so much. I can't even remember anymore. <laughs> I just know I got money from it. There you <laughs> go.
1: So. Uh, What is one of your favorite pieces that you've done uh,
4: in the past? Uh, Favorite piece, I love drawing Ninja Turtles. A lot of people request a lot of Ninja Turtles stuff. Also, uh, one of my uh, favorite pieces is from one of my... uh Great contributors. He actually uh-huh. gets multiple pieces from me like every year. Okay. Uh, he's actually wheelchair bound, but uh-huh. all every character he ever requests for me is like put him in the wheelchair. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, I've done a Ninja Turtles for him, I've done a Deadpool, and I'm also working on a Loki for him right now. That's
1: pretty cool. And they're all in, in, all wheelchairs. in wheelchairs. That's, that's pretty awesome. At the same time. <laughs> So, uh, so you're huge? Are you a huge, huge uh, Ninja Turtle fans? Yes, as well? I
4: grew up on it. I remember vividly my yeah. very first movie I ever went to was yeah. the original oh, Ninja Turtles movie.
1: Sweet, yeah, I'm a huge Ninja Turtle guy too. Yeah, have you heard about what they just did in the news lately? No, what they they added a female. Oh Ninja yeah, Turtle? yeah,
4: in the comic books, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's pretty interesting. Well, I think what is it, Jenica? I think her name is. I, I forget. I can't like remember
4: that. that. I remember back in the the TV show, yeah back to TV oh, show, oh, they no. had we don't, we don't, we don't
1: talk about that one. Okay. Female that one. <laughs> yeah, Venus or whatever I don't they call it. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. Oh, that there you that go. one, that's just a vague memory that doesn't, that you want to forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, that's pretty cool. I, um, I was looking at some of the stuff and you got some great stuff over there. Thank you. Um, I definitely uh, encourage everybody to go check out his website and uh, take a look at some of the stuff. And are
4: you, do you take commissions as well? I'm always taking commissions. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people's like, what's the turnaround time? I was like, eh, sometimes two, three, <laughs> sometimes a month. It just depends. You gotta catch me at yeah. a good time. Okay. You get on top of the list.
1: Cool. That's awesome, man. All right, man, would you like to remind everybody where they can find you?
4: Yeah, uh, sinpotter.com is my website. Uh, Instagram it's sinpotter, just one word. And it's also YouTube, Sin Potter, sinpotter, S I N P O T T E R, like a cool. uh, crazy wizard.
1: All right, awesome, awesome. Is there is there anything coming up where anybody can find you?
4: Yes, actually, I'll be at SaboCon. Con, it's coming up, and uh, actually I'll be doing the pamphlet art for that, and also one of the badge arts for that as well. So if you find me over there, you get me to sign the pamphlet, and Uh there you go. Is that
1: here in town or is that? It's in Phoenix. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. That's pretty cool. So where's that? Where are they going to be doing that at?
4: I think, man, I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) because you know, like I said, like a lot of the details are Uh not there with me right now.
1: Well, they can probably definitely head over to your website. Okay, cool. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on. That was pretty cool. I, I appreciate you, uh, being a part of, uh, my show. And be, uh, obviously, uh, Kevin and, and yeah, Todd, they definitely great guys. love you. We, uh, you always come on their, you're always on their, their uh, Wednesday, uh, uh, I try uh, to. Yeah. <laughs> their auctions It's pretty cool. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, uh, coming on. And I, uh, head on over to his uh, website, guys, and check out his, uh, his work and see if there's something out there that you guys want to have him do a uh, commission on. We'll see you guys later. All right. I hope you enjoyed those three small little interviews that we had with some of the artists and the cosplayers. I had one more person to talk to, but I'm going to kind of save that a little bit later. Uh, we're going to sit down with the, this gentleman who is the third artist there at the Monster Comics Collector's Choice Comics launch party his name is albert morales and we're going to sit down with him uh sometime later and have an extensive interview and a uh, discussion he's done some stuff with marvel and upper deck so i wanted to sit back down with him and talk a little bit about what he's done he's got a really cool project that we specifically want to sit down and talk to him about so stay tuned for that again hang out Listen to the next book discussion, and then uh, we'll talk to Billy from Economics and Comics. And we have a really great discussion about all the news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. And we even talk a little bit about Far From Home. So stick around and make sure you guys uh, hang out with us for that one. All right, Lois Lane number one. We have Greg Rucka as the writer, Mike Perkins, art and cover, Paul Mounts, colors, Simon Boland, letters, Jenny Frisson, variant cover, Jessica Chen, associate editor, Mike Cotton, editor, and Brian Cunningham, group editor. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster by arrangement with the Jerry Siegel family. And in this issue, we have Lois Lane up to her old tricks. She's breaking a story. She has a conversation with Chief Perry White. They talk a little bit about another reporter who recently showed up dead. Lois meets with a mysterious face, and she has him on the hunt for this reporter's notes. And we also get a steamy shower scene with Superman and Lois Lane. As we move on from their nightcap, we see Lois and Clark taking a stroll down the road while some people shout obscenities at Lois because she was seen kissing Superman. The mysterious man encounters henchmen as he's hot on the trail to get these notes of the dead reporter. And we end the book with Lois Lane getting kicked out of the White House press conference. But other reporters continue in her line of inquiry, forcing the White House spokesperson to end the press conference abruptly. All right, we open up this book to see Lois Lane uh, clickety-clacking on the computer there, and she's breaking a case here. She gets a phone call from Perry White, and he tells her about a woman named uh, Mariska Veranova. And uh, I guess she passed away, she died. Uh, Lo- her and Lois Lane were kind of talking and she had actually had some notes that Lois Lane was really interested in so uh, later on she kind of you know, recruits the question to go retrieve these notes which is really interesting in this story she tells him I needed to stop working on the other thing that was one thing that kind of interested me uh, what has she got or what are they doing that He's she's got him working on because she stops him from working on another project to go and get these notes that that this other reporter had. And he she says that I know that she had some backups and I need you to go find these things and bring them to me. Kind of flip to the next few pages here and we see a little bit of a nightcap between her and Clark. Um, which was, uh, I don't know if it was interesting, but we, I de- we definitely see a little bit of a uh, of their relationship, and then we move on to the next few pages, and we see that they're walking down the street, and a man kind of bumps Clark and kind of uh, mumbles uh, an an offensive word towards Lois Lane here, and I guess it's because she was seen kissing superman i don't know if this happened in another book in a superman book or whatever i wasn't really following uh, any superman books so if that happened in one of those books i'm sure that this kind of uh bled over to this book here which is kind of interesting because in the beginning there's a maid that came in and kind of made a couple of different comments that alluded to that same fact But uh, one of my favorite parts here in this entire book was when we saw the question and he's actually he's hot on the trail to get these notes from this this dead reporter. And he sees some kind of these these guys lurking around. And I guess he says, oh, well, I guess I'm in the right place uh, because these these uh, henchmen, I'm going to call them, are lurking around. So he kind of, you know, subdues them. So he, he took him out pretty quickly. And uh another really, really great part was this ending of this book here. We see Lois Lane hounding the press secretary with these hard questions, and she's trying to get the truth. I loved that aspect because that's Lois Lane to the core, right? That's who she is. She gets a story she breaks it she just sticks it to him i love that 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 this this book all all the way around was perfect i i i love the dialogue i love the artwork i loved the whole you i definitely think that they painted lois lane just like like i would have liked i am definitely on board for the next few books i i I'm excited. I can't uh, wait for the next ones to, to come out so that I can pick them up and read them. And, and I would definitely like to see where they're going with this story. There's some questions that are unanswered that I would really like to find out what's going on. I really want to know what that other thing is. I, uh, You know, we see the question throughout many other books here that's going on right now in D.C. We see them at, in Event Leviathan. We've seen them in a few different Batman books here and there. I definitely love this whole book this this whole feel it, it makes me kind of want this out of Batman books you know we always talk about kind of how Batman's the greatest detective but we haven't seen him do a lot of that stuff lately uh, I want to see him catch a clue and then kind of you know pull a thread and and see where it leads um, we see that here a little bit with uh, the, the question and we see that here with Lois Lane i definitely like to see that more and more in some other books, and we'll see how it goes in this next book here. I would definitely recommend this, and I think that they did a really great job with this book. That is going to be my review for Lois Lane. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez here, and on this portion of the podcast, I've got a special guest. We're going to be talking about some news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con, and we're just going to be talking about a little bit of the Marvel stuff. And today, I've got the host of Economics in Comics. He's got a YouTube channel over there. Make sure you guys head over, subscribe, and check him out. He's basically talks about anything and everything comic books from, uh, you know, the keys or new comic books of the week. And and he even has some auctions over there. And it's uh, actually a really great channel. I hope you guys uh, take a look at his stuff and subscribe and all that good stuff. We've got Billy. How's it going, Billy? Hey Joe, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man.
0: Going good. It's raining over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you're, you said you live a little bit east of where I'm at. So yeah, because we we are both local to to Mesa area, and uh, you said you lived in you live in East Mesa. I live a little bit more west uh, than you are. So I think it's coming my way.
0: Yeah, that's usually how it works over here. Heads
1: towards you. <laughs> right. It's sometimes it does it does that. It's, and you know what I found out when I because I moved here like maybe almost 20 years ago when it rains over here. It's so weird. I, the first time that I'd ever seen something like this happen was, you know, it was raining on one side of the street On the on, on the other side of the street. There was no rain happening at all. That that's was so, weird it's so weird this is the only place that i've ever noticed something like that happen
0: i you know i i guess i haven't paid attention i mean i think it's happened <laughs> a couple of times before but yeah it's you know we get interesting uh weather here i mean yeah, definitely. everyone thinks Arizona going to super hot and it is but only for like four months
1: <laughs> right Yeah, yeah yeah and then but but then it gets super super hot i think the other day we hit 118 or something like that
0: yeah that's normal
1: right for us (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right so let's get into some of this stuff so uh you know obviously over the weekend it was san diego comic-con and we got so much and i think there was more that came out of from marvel than dc i mean dc get did get a little bit but i saw something the other day uh um somebody said you know if it wasn't for like everybody from the cw um coming in i don't think anybody would have known dc was even here so i thought that was kind of funny
0: yeah, I didn't really watch. I mean, of course, I watched Phase Four, and to be honest, it was a little bit. <laughs> I was a little bit <laughs> bored. Uh, I forgot half of them because it's all mixed up with the Disney Channel, and that's her thing now, or whatever. But yeah. I don't think I even saw anything about DC. Yeah, I mean, was, I know Wonder Woman's coming out. I just haven't, I haven't enough time to pay attention and that's something mm-hmm. I should be doing.
1: Yeah, I think they just got, they got Wonder Woman. They got like the, the DC Universe stuff coming out, which is, uh, they got some, I think they got some more Doom Patrol and they got Titans coming out. But I don't think that, that thing. that's about it. I don't think I heard anything else come out.
0: Well, I like the yeah. Wonder Woman, that's for sure. I liked that movie. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm hoping the best on there. Yeah, I think they, what was it?
1: Harley Quinn at that uh, animated version's coming out too. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So, um, first of all, I wanted to say you. Um, I'm sure everybody knows this, but did you see that Marvel Endgame Game uh, finally surpassed Avatar?
0: Yeah, like during Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I think it grossed up yeah, I mean, to that, two That's what selling. Uh, they're not having sell even DVDs or anything yet, <laughs> right? Yeah, so. Um,
1: We'll see how that does, man, because I think it's going to be and then they even like reintroduced it into the theaters with some like extra stuff just so that they can get over that mark a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the combined number was from all sales Avatar. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not I guess I'm not 100 percent sure, but I mean, still, I mean, you know, I remember Avatar. They milked the crap out of that. Yeah, they did the same thing you you couldn't have the blu-ray you could only get the blu-ray and this special thing and it didn't come out way later yeah, yeah. Then, i remember that um and it was only special to something I, so i mean avatar was a huge movie i i'm of course i enjoyed it it was yeah. visually incredible but uh and the, but uh, you know everyone's got to see endgame to finish mm-hmm.
1: it right yeah it was pretty good all right, let's go ahead and jump into the San Diego Comic-Con news here from Marvel. So, did you see the the kind of the timeline that they had uh that they had when they were talking about all this stuff?
0: What is it about? Like a 2 or 3 year timeline?
1: Uh yeah, I think it's just a couple of years. It, I think it goes to 2021.
0: Yeah, that's 2 year. Jeez, that's like yeah. a year and a half.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think it goes from May 2020 to all the way to November
0: 2021. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of. Well, that's the thing, though. I at first when I looked at, it, I'm like, wow, that's a, a lot of stuff in one period. But uh-huh. you know, half of it's on the Disney Channel, so it's yeah. not like coming out in the theaters.
1: Right, and that's what I was looking at too. You know, because so let me read off the the timeline here. So they got May first. Twenty twenty, you got Black Widow. They've already been filming that one. And uh fall of twenty twenty, you got Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's on the Disney Plus. November of twenty twenty, you got Eternals. February you got Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's uh in uh, I believe twenty twenty one, I can't remember. Um uh, and then you got in spring of twenty twenty one you got WandaVision and then Loki as well. And then May 2021, Doctor Strange is coming out. And summer of 2021, you got the What If. That one was super interesting to hear. And then fall 2021. But isn't
0: that a show? That's a TV show, right?
1: Cartoon. I think so, yeah. That's the animated one. Yeah. And then uh, fall 2021, they got Hawkeye. And November 2021, you got Thor Number 4, which is called Love and Thunder. And that one's a huge one.
0: And you got Blade.
1: And then Blade's coming out as well, yeah. That one was really cool too. I heard. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> for me, I should be really excited because that's what I do over here. But uh, I just feel like, and I'm being completely honest. I just feel like you know you're not going to be able to top the last ten years. I yeah. just, I mean, it's a money grab. This is my honest to God opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, on the D- Disney Channel, you have to watch everything because it all connects. And I know I'm going to buy it. And I know <laughs> I'm going to watch watch it all. Yeah, but I mean, like. Some people do in, in the speculation market. Eternals is on fire right now. Yeah. And you know what I got to be honest, I'm not really into the whole Eternals thing.
1: And same, same thing uh, with the, uh, with the, uh, the Thor, um, you know, the first appearance of
0: Jane. when Jane, Yeah.
1: Will's, Will's so, there.
0: yeah, I mean, that's cool. That That's cool. I mean, I'm excited for the Thor movie. Don't get me wrong. Cause I love the Thor movies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, one was a little slow, but all the rest kind of picked up and they were enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Ragnarok and all that, but um, and and the, and that's probably how they're going to introduce a bunch more characters.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just, I guess, what really got me down was I have to wait three years to see anything that relates to X Men or Fantastic Four, right? And I, yeah, I, I just wonder if this three years is a filler for time it's going to take to make those bigger, bigger movies. These are big movies, and they're yeah. going to make them big, and I'm sure they're going to be enjoyable, but. Dude, I want to see X-Men and Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things that I was going to talk to you about. In any of these titles, I don't see any big ensemble characters in here, like the X-Men and Fantastic Four, you know, because we got Avengers, and then now we got all these ones here, but none of them are really... I I know they're going to connect them somehow, but there's not a real big, huge ensemble cast like the Avengers was.
0: Well, they they chopped them all up and... Them in different little series to mm-hmm. make money. Yeah, I mean Thor. You're still going to have big because we all love it. And uh, the Guardians. Did they announce Guardians?
1: I don't. I don't think even they... think I heard. No, I don't think there was anyth- anything. Anything. It'll think probably
0: I... be connected with Thor. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, th- it will be with Thor because.
1: He's, uh, he's with them, yeah. and it it's going to be... Because at the end of uh what was Endgame when he said his yeah. Guardians of of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, so that'll be connected, and they'll keep that going. And then the other one is Doctor Strange, which I think will be really good. Yeah. Uh But, like, honestly, I'm not really excited for the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm not really excited for the shows. I'm excited for Black Widow because I love that character. yeah uh, I am excited for that, and for Loki, too, kind of, because... I think people fell in love with Loki, yeah. Um, and honestly, uh, Blade is—I'm uh, like depressed about it.
1: Really? Why is uh, that?
0: <laughs> I just—it needs to have a ninja dude in there, and I don't think that guy's a ninja. You oh, know, yeah. I, so, I think Wesley Snipes is. I mean, I know he's older, but dang, <laughs> yeah. Or they could have used the guy that played Spawn, man. I mean, that guy's perfect for that role. And I'm not knocking. I mean, uh-huh. the half—he's an actor and everything, but I'm like, is a couple years of combat training going to be enough uh, for me to believe this blade I just I don't know you put sunglasses on, <laughs> put a on I mean, maybe but I'm just not feeling it for some reason
3: and yeah, I love they, blade
1: so they got uh, I, they, I'm i gonna I'm gonna mispronounce this guy's name um, Maher Shala Ali uh, he's the guy who was in he was in um, Luke Cage wasn't he he was uh, Stokes I, uh, Stokes was the lady wasn't she yes but her but her cousin uh, I forget his oh, name in okay. the show. I forget his name in the show, but um, but he's gonna be playing uh Blade, which I th- I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know if I can see him doing like these like the stuff that that Wesley Snipes did.
0: Even if he doesn't the te- doesn't the technology is good, I just it doesn't seem right to me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I you know the whole lineup I wasn't excited for. I wasn't. I gotta be honest. Uh, Black Widow, Thor—that's all good. Mm-hmm. You know, Love and Thunder. Even the title made me go, "Ooh, <laughs> what they do with Thor?" But uh, I think this is like the waiting period. Like we're in the runway, getting ready to take off, and it's going to take about yeah. two years because the next event's got to be another ten-year period. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it took ten years to make the <laughs> that whole thing puzzle fit together.
1: Yeah, and so the, and I then think- and the li- the the more that they did it, the better the movies they got. I think
0: yeah they're gonna i think that a lot of these movies and shows that it's gonna be how they're introducing uh-huh. uh mut- mutants yeah and you know with the celestial whatever however they're gonna do it yeah, the to Celestials. get the x-men into because i gotta be honest ff and x-men those are the big ones um, yeah Avengers they're great and everything and i mean we all love them because we've lived a whole entire lifetime watching yeah. them right now
1: yeah
0: but uh I don't know how I feel about it. To be honest with you, I think I think unfortunately for the speculation market in regard to books and flipping books and buying and selling, I mean, there's going to be a lot of couple dollar books to turn into gold mines. Yeah, and then it's just going to crash when it's over with because none of it matters. Yeah. Now the Shang Chi or whatever that would be cool. I think. Yeah. But
1: a lot of people are excited. But that's that's where we're going to get our our martial arts uh, fix there, I guess yeah i get i just i just i don't know man. <laughs> i think that like one's gonna said, be one of the best ones i think
0: yeah like you like i said though i mean you, i just don't think they're gonna be able to top the last 10 years there's no way
5: yeah
1: yeah so and and are you excited they're gonna introduce who they're gonna introduce
0: in hawkeye what kate, kate bishop <laughs> i gotta be honest i'm trying you know and and you know i'm gonna I'm filming this as well so I can put it on my channel and a lot of my subs are gonna be like, oh you know, mad at me, but I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling at all. I'm not yeah. feeling it at all.
1: I don't know how I feel with with all the uh with all the Disney Plus stuff. Like I, I think That's I'm more excited. Yeah, I think I'm more excited about uh more of the uh Star Wars stuff from from Disney Plus. I don't know if I'm super excited about all the
0: Marvel stuff that's going to be going on there. Oh, I know you're saying how they they're breaking off and doing different. Yeah. Um, well, I look, I'm going to watch it and I I look at it this way. I think it's probably going to be better productions than Luke Cage, uh Iron Fist. Yeah, they probably. have more money. They yeah. have more money. The characters are already built. They know what to do. They have the tech, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's probably going to be much better. I just hope it doesn't turn out like all of a sudden it's just this horrible show, these horrible shows. (laughs) I don't think they will do that. They're trying to make money, man. And they're going to do it. They, Disney owns the world, dude. (laughs) 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 You know? So I'm excited for it. I guess something, you know, we need shows, more shows, but, uh, yeah. That lineup for the next two years in regard to movies, I just, I wasn't excited. That Black Widow movie was basically already made. I mean, yeah. the the Black Swan movie or whatever. No, not oh, yeah. Black Swan. <laughs>
1: and the, 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 other, w- the other
0: movie. The one with, uh, the uh, yeah,
1: I know which one you're talking about. That's what, you what mean, everybody Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, of course she wasn't a ninja like Black Widow is. It's going to be yeah. way awesomer. But, I mean, it's like they stole the thunder out of it there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm just in a depressed <laughs> mood today about the whole thing. That's funny. But you know, but, funny, you know man. every other everything else I've seen everyone's like, "Oh my god! Oh! You know, and they yeah. watch the Sandy, "Oh yeah. Oh,
1: come on." I think if and we then, were there, we, it would probably be a whole lot more exciting, you know, what I mean, cuz you have got all moved. everybody else like getting all hyping you up and all that stuff.
0: But we're over here I sitting back watching moved. it. What's that? I, I would have booed. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I was, yeah, I was more excited about Top Gun. And, oh yeah! And I just yesterday I saw the preview for um, Picard. Yes, Did you see that? Yes, that, I'm excited that about that, that one, man. Super boring. I was like ready. I was like, oh, my God. Because the preview wasn't super, like, you yeah. didn't see him, the crazy stuff. Uh-huh. But just seeing him, I mean, I thought I thought it was Professor <laughs> X walking around. But I mean, I love Picard, dude. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's pretty Star cool. Yeah, man. So, yeah, but you know, I'm more excited for that other stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I have the same feel. Like, I'm super excited about the other stuff that's going to be coming out of Disney, out of CBS, all this other stuff but i don't know yeah i really hope that you know because marvel they 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 had this 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 diamond you know what i mean that they that they polished for 10 years and i I just want to know i just hope that the next 10 years is going to be the same a lot of the same you know what i mean i just i just hope that they don't drop the ball on this
0: one a little bit well well that's like i said i i after seeing everything i think that uh The next two years are just filler for what's to come, and what's to come be so much bigger. I mean, it's got it has to top Avengers. So this next two years, it's like keeping us uh, entertained for a while until the big one hits. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, when you see Wolverine come out, and if they can match (laughs) you, Jackman, or you see Silver Surfer, or you see Doctor Doom. Or you see something yeah. like that? That's what's going to change, like the world. <laughs> in yeah. movie, in regard to another Avengers, but not. I don't think Celestials, and I don't think. I, I hate to say, it, I don't think Shang Chi. I don't think a lot of those things are going to do anything. I think the Blade is going to be one of those. God, you know, it's so hard to say though yeah. because Disney owns, Disney owns, and they can really make a good movie. Yeah, but Blade, man. I mean, they got to make it big. <laughs> they have to make. So, good and I'm just worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope that like I'm
1: going to say I'm going to say it again. I really hope that Marvel doesn't drop the ball in these ones cuz I was I was super excited for a lot of them and and I just don't think I'm excited for the Marvel stuff that's going on the Disney Channel, uh the Disney Plus.
0: It'll be cool to see where they if, you know, it's going to be a continuation, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see uh Bucky is Cap, and
1: yeah, we'll definitely get know. a lot of story. We'll definitely get a lot of it out of there.
0: It's just that now, I'm curious if it's going to be like Netflix, they release the whole thing, or is it going to be a weekly show? That's what I'm curious about.
1: Uh yeah, they're probably going to do it like a uh, DC universe where they where they release it episode by episode. Yeah. I I I wish they would do it in in like like Netflix, because then I kind of I can sit back and watch two, three, four episodes and I binge it. And I get more excited that way. And, and like sometimes I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. If I if I watch it uh, episode and then wait for the next one, sometimes I forget what happened in the last episode, even if it's a week a week ago.
0: Yeah, but it'll be there. Yeah, you know, it won't disappear. But you know, I think you know it's about money. So they they're not going to dump it like Netflix. I think they'll they'll draw it out. Yeah, and and hopefully they put enough money into it that it's going to be big. Now they're going to make a killing because once oh, yeah. they open it up, I mean, it's got Disney has the best of everything. So you know, every Marvel movie, every Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be pretty amazing. Well, uh, you know, it's going to be amazing. But we'll see what they do with it. Well, yeah. what about I heard rumor about I know this might be off topic, but they're they're doing a Walking Dead movie. The return of Rip Grimes will th- be I in think, a Walking Dead movie.
1: I don't know if it's gonna be a movie. I think I heard something like it's gonna be a made for TV movie, like where it's just gonna be like a two, three hour long uh series. Oh, no,
0: like I a- saw I saw in theaters. Oh really? Yeah, like only way you're gonna see it is in theaters. That's super interesting. I don't know. That would be
1: kind of cool, but I I almost would rather see it on the small screen rather than the big screen. But I mean, they'll probably be able to go bigger and and, and uh, do a whole lot more with a movie with movie funds, you know?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. That'd be really interesting to see. I'm kind of jonesing for a, for a new zombie movie though, man. Like a really big budget zombie movie right now.
0: I I dude, <laughs> I, I think there's one coming out, but. Like I, I got to say on the opposite end of that, I'm like done with it. Like <laughs> the comic world every other six months is another zombie book. Yeah. And then, and I think fear the walking dead is tanked. Like the last yeah. couple episodes are just in my mind, absolute garbage. Um, And I don't know what they're doing with fear of the walking dead. It's like, yeah, I saw like, watching. It's like grade D, like not even grade yeah. B. It's like, and, and, you know, I'm waiting for regular Walking Dead to come back, even though, yeah, you know, <laughs> what, his name's gone. Uh-huh. Uh, I still want to watch it, but to fear The Walking Dead is just, oh, I don't know what's going on there. I
1: stopped watching both of them a while back, man, because I just, I lost interest. And I think that's what's happening with, the, with a lot of people around the world. They're just losing interest into the stuff. Um, but, man... I I, I I understand what you're saying because, you know, they got the uh, deceased from DC, the books, and then they got Marvel is coming back with their, with their Marvel zombies.
0: I guess I don't mind that too much, but you have a bunch of indies pushing like End of the World, Apocalypse, yeah. zombie stuff, and it's just, it's yeah. overwhelming. I want to see something fresh, something different. Mm-hmm. Some books are kind of going there, but I mean, honestly... And I guess this is part of our world. Is it's all sci-fi and it's all mm-hmm. either in my mind. It's either magic, or it's the zombies, or it's just pure evil, disgusting, horrible comics. And it's like, <laughs> and, then, and then oh, you know, and then you know, of course, you know that there's this push now for you know they're changing the way comics and characters are, and they're pushing this other way. They're kind of going to go in with the trend of the the world right now, uh-huh. and I'm not saying that's bad. I I think that's great for everyone, but it's also changing the whole landscape of it. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but they're really, you know, you can see with the new movies that are coming out and how they're pushing other directions and following like a social. Trend, current trend. Yeah. And that's fine. But I I just,
3: (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm having a
0: bad day, I guess. It's just real negative. It's all good, man. I understand where you're coming
1: from because that could be what a whole lot of people in our realm are thinking, you know? And, and and that's what's awesome about about talking about people about this kind of stuff because you have one one opinion I have another opinion and and it and it and it kind of still works you know um, I I think I I really like the 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 zombie stuff um, I I ha- I lost track of reading on uh, uh, Walking Dead for a long time and I I think I last time I picked it up was uh, right before they were introducing introducing the the whispers in the books. That's the last yeah. time I read anything, and I, I and I I, I kind of kick myself for not picking that up and keeping at it because uh, now they're done with it, and now I'm like, well, I want to hear this. I want to hear what they, where they went with the story.
0: Well, I think it's interesting that you know, Fear of the Walking Dead tanked. They 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 took Rick Grimes out, and then all of a sudden, Kirkman bails <laughs> <laughs> and, they end, and they end the comic. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean that's the most exciting thing that's happened to The Walking Dead in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. That they end, they ended it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's hot. Now it's hot again.
1: Yeah, and that was really interesting how they did that too, right? They just did it completely out of nowhere. They didn't tell anybody until maybe like a couple of days before, and everybody Dude,
0: they were pre-selling 194 and 195. Yeah, and that those books weren't even you know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think that. I don't think it was planned. I think it was just kind of like. There, it's, there it is. I think it was planned. You think um, so?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's the perfect way to not make any leak. I mean, I personally leaked the information on YouTube like super early. Uh-huh. And I mean, uh, and, like before Kirkman even tweeted about the leaks, I was leaking. It. <laughs> but yeah, I think they did those pre-sales to keep it a secret. They want to keep it a secret. Yeah, maybe. But you know, that book's ridiculous now. Now, San yeah. Diego you know, is so stupid. What really upsets me is San Diego Comic Con exclusive final issue, San Diego Comic Con. Oh, really? It's like a blue cover. I mean, come on. Uh, still, there's they still got <clears> to, <throat> I mean, that's cool. You still got to milk Sucking it somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, get all that out of that bone, get it all. all yeah. Because, I
0: mean, they, think about that. You know how hot that book is right now? Oh, yeah. And so all the keys are heating up. Mm-hmm. They know. I mean, it was a master's book after a while. I'm sure it's low print, but the early books, man. Yeah. Oh, those are low print. So I don't know, man. It's just, it's either introducing new, I think we're off topic here, but introducing new <laughs> characters or low print or hot variants. I mean, it's all, yeah. it's all a game and it's just, and now the movies and the DC channel, yeah. or I'm sorry, not the DC, the Disney <laughs> the channel. Disney, yeah. And uh I really think they pulled like the sheets over everyone's eyes or whatever uh-huh. on that Fate four release. I really do. Yeah. I think I, I think people need to really step back and look at it and go, wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Because it's like two years worth of stuff that's kinda uh, right. you know, you, you can't go that direction. Uh it's it's definitely has everything to do with the channel, the Disney channel. Oh yeah. yeah. And nothing to do with entertainment. Real entertainment's money to me. I mean, I'm sure the movies would be good again, but I mean, that's how I'm looking at it right now. So, yeah, so I mean, uh, if they let's, said Wolverine's coming, I would be freaking out right now,
1: right? You know? Exactly, yeah. So, uh, let, let's talk a little bit about some of them that did excite us. Um, did you happen to watch Spider Man Far From Home? Yeah, I saw it. Do you want to talk a little bit, a little bit of spoilerific? Uh, did you see it? Yeah, I seen it, I seen it opening sure, day,
0: whatever, whatever you want.
1: Yeah, man. So, so, so number one, what was your overall take on the, on the, on the movie?
0: It was okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You got me on the wrong day, I guess. (laughs) Hey man, I liked it a whole lot. It was slow. I liked the end. Okay. I like my favorite part of the whole movie is when he's battling all, and I'll tell you, I'm telling you why, I guess, Uh, he's battling all the uh, drones Okay. Um on that bridge. Yeah. And he it's like 10 minutes of web-slinging. Yeah. And it's just hitting at the drones. And you think, "Oh my god, it's just drones." You know? And he's not really fighting any major villain. That's true. But when I watched it, I felt like I was reading a comic book. Yeah, it was like, really super cool. That made me feel like I was A kid again, Mm -hmm. kind of reading Spider Man and and visualizing it. Uh It brought him to life in my mind in that point. But I think that, you know, the movie was so. The problem with the movie itself, and it was all good, okay? But I mean, if I'm rating it against other movies, like, dude, I don't know, Ragnarok or any, I mean, even Ragnarok, I thought was better. Um, I think the first Spider Man was probably better. The whole problem with everything right now, new movies and that, is that they're following endgame. (laughs) Yeah a combination of 10, yeah. you know and that's months. and
1: that's the it's way you got to look at it because you can't if you it it came after right after end game and everybody's all on this high right and they're all expecting this big huge thing and then you get this one I liked it it was it was a whole it was really good and and I would go see it over and over again I probably see it uh, five more times I only seen it once but i liked it a whole lot i liked it uh i liked the way they kind of transitioned it they uh I, I really hope that they do kind of uh keep his character where he's at cuz i think his character grew into this and he he's not this uh low level character anymore he he kind of stepped a few steps up the ladder now. I think he's definitely up there with Captain America and Thor and all the other good ones up there that
0: left. Dude, you know? Spider-Man's the best. Yeah. That's, yeah. The and, <laughs> that's, that's the problem.
1: And that's and that's that's the big problem that they had in this in the MCU that he came in and he was at, he was bottom tier in the movies. And and that's one of the things that cuz I really like Spider-Man too. Uh and that was one of the first things that I was introduced to cuz I'm I'm in my mid 30s. that that was around the time when they had the TV shows out, they had X-Men and Batman, the animated series and Spider-Man out. I I grew up watching the cartoons and then reading the comic books. Uh, my first three comics was X-Men, Silver Surfer and, uh, and Spider-Man. And when I, when he first came out, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I like this. I, I think I like the last, uh, you know, movies better and after watching this last one. I I like this Spider Man. I like
0: Tom Holland's Spider Man. I love him as Spider Man. I'm not worried about that. He's the perfect Peter Parker.
1: Yeah, he okay? is. I, he both. Um, He's a perfect Peter Parker and Spider Man. Yeah, Um <clears throat> and I think I think that's where you know the first two guys who played Spider Man, they were either or. Like one was good as Peter Parker, the other one was good as as Spider Man, but you didn't get both. I think, I, think oh,
0: I like Toby. I like Toby. Um,
1: I didn't like him as much.
0: The guy in the middle, I hated the most because he was too tall and too cocky. And I think he was a better
1: Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I think he was a better Spider-Man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I,
0: I, that's, you know, we're all different. See, I'm a different yeah. age group. Too, so yeah, I mean, the, all the stories translate though. It doesn't matter what age group it's always the same, but right. You know, like I said, the problem, I guess the main problem for Spider-Man with me, and I did love the movie, was that it took a long time to get everyone back into position to start moving on. I mean, He's battling it for like forty minutes before Samuel L. Jackson even made his debut to get him off his feet and start going. Yeah, you know, they, they
1: had started. they had to clean it all up. They had to sweep all that stuff up from from the end game, all the unanswered questions and all that stuff. They kind of did that in the beginning of the movie, and I can see where you're saying that it it was kind of slow because they had to do all that stuff. They had to kind of clean it up a little bit, but it, it but it worked at the end, towards the end of the movie, and you're kind of progressing and all that stuff. I think I think. The more and more that I got got towards that climax, towards that buildup, I think it got a whole lot better.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I, I thought the ending was great. I, the movie was fine. I I enjoyed it. The everything. I mean, honestly, I didn't see Multiverse uh, into the Multiverse or Spider Verse uh-huh. or whatever. Called, yeah. Uh, until like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And dude, that movie is like yeah, forget forget Spider Man, dude. Like that movie <laughs> killed that movie. Like. That multiverse movie was way cooler, dude. Yeah. Like, I know it was animated and mixed with new stuff, but it was so enjoyable. And, um, and yeah, it felt like the comic books. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they took the Green Goblin to a whole nother level. Is you know, oh, yeah. So I mean, you know, whatever. I I didn't enjoy Spider Man though. I'll never hate on it. We'll see what's next. What is next, anyway?
1: Um, I don't know, man. I don't think is it Black I th- Widow. There's I think something it, in between. I, th- isn't I think it's. I can't. I can't remember. I think it's just Black Widow, man. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, that's a long that. time. That's 2020. That's that's next summer. Yeah, that's next in
0: a whole nother year. There's yeah. got to be something in between. What am I missing? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe. Well, I guess we're gonna have to wait and find out. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I mean, Disney does it right. Every Marvel movie is dope. I mean, there's only a couple that were just poop, but <laughs> everything else, I, I I'm not worried. I'm not excited about what they're offering, except for a couple of the movies in the next, mm-hmm. you know, couple things. But I know whatever they're gonna do, it's gonna be enjoyable, and that's yeah. what they're they're the magic, dude. Disneyland's magical.
1: Yeah, I I think I have to agree with that. I think that's perfect. I I think that's actually a perfect. Uh, little ending to this conversation you know everything that they're going to do is going to be great i'm excited about a few of these things i don't know if i'm too excited about the marvel stuff that's going to be on disney plus i think i'm more excited about the star wars stuff and and that they're going to be offering maybe even the old school disney movies because my kids i got younger kids and i think that's awesome i would love to just flip on some cool stuff like that for the kids but but these movies I, i think there's just a couple of them that i'm excited about I don't even know if I'm too excited about Eternals, but I know Black Widow is going to be good. I'm wait. I really want to see that Thor movie, but we got to wait another two years to see that. Yeah. So
0: I mean, yeah. I think that's I think that's kind
1: of where I'm at with it.
0: If they can make the TV shows like cut up movies, like it was one big movie and they cut it up, if they can put that amount, I'm, they're going to be good. Yeah, they'll be good. Yeah.
1: They could uh, definitely eventually. get more story into it
0: because because it's a
1: serial, you know. So,
0: so I mean, if they, you know, if they don't do it that way though, and it just doesn't look right, and it doesn't have the right production value, yeah. then it's going to be a flop. But I, I don't expect them to. I expect them to kick, knock it out of the park.
1: Yeah, I really so. hope so. I really hope so. <clears throat> the one that I was really least uh, excited about was that Wandavision i just don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna bring that into play how what's gonna happen
0: here's yeah. here's what i'm curious about though like if it's the disney channel are they gonna weaken the movies like like oh, i mean i know there's movies but i mean they're gonna be more like kid 100 percent kid friendly and there's not gonna be a lot of it's, so it's not gonna be like dc universe where they it's like hard no. r well no i'm talking about like you know people die in the movies yeah. You know, in Marvel and Disney, yeah. Are they going to be is that going to be happening on the Disney Channel? I mean, how soft is it going to get? Is there going to be like a certain age that you can only watch some of these? I don't yeah. know. That's the question. I would think that everything's going to be available for any age. And so, depending, that could affect the movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get. Yeah. I can see where you come from with that. Yeah, man. That's that's something to think about. Yeah, would you like to let everybody know where they can find you?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you guys can find the sickness on uh, YouTube. Uh, it's Economics and Comics, guys. I have an Instagram. It's small, but uh, you know you can catch up with everything. I mean, if you want to know about new comic book day stuff early and keys and just everything comics, Economics and Comics is the channel. So
1: come on by. Love to have you. Yeah, I, I discovered this, you know, kind of just hanging out in the shops. I know that he 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 frequents a couple of different shops that I go to and things like that. So that's where I found him. And, and we hung out this last weekend because we were at the Vampirella launch party for the collector's choice variants. Uh, so that was really fun and exciting. We did some really cool stuff. He did some really cool stuff for his channel. So go and check it out. Economics and comics. And hey, Billy, it was really fun, man.
0: Hey, I appreciate it a lot, man. It was fun talking to you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, we'll see you later and have a great day. All right, guys. Yet another episode comes to a close.
1: I just want to thank... Kevin and Todd both at Monster Comics and Collector's Choice Comics for letting me kind of crash their launch party and sit back and be a part of it and interview some people that we had on the show today. Again, I want to thank Mike, Micah Garcia, Chin Potter, and Krista MacArthur. They were all really great people to sit down and talk to and hopefully we'll have some more stuff like that. Again, I also want to thank Billy Dayton from Economics and Comics Go over and check out his YouTube channel. He's got some great stuff over there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I definitely cannot forget to thank Chanel Ward for coming on and talking Fantastic Four with me. That was really fun. I was definitely excited to have her on. I'm sure she was definitely excited to do that. Again. Thank you for sitting back and listening to this. I'm sorry this is a little bit longer than usual. If you guys want to find me, you can find me at facebook.com slash the big two. I'm over there. You can always email me at the big two podcast at gmail.com. And let me know what you would like to hear, would like to see. If I got some hate mail, why not? Maybe I'll read it on the show. Anyway, thank you guys for having me and we'll see you guys later.